Jesus. You're just like your father. You're lazy. You're never gonna be more than lazy. You can't do this. You're gonna fail at everything. You don't yeah. know anything. You're fat. You're stupid. Why do you even bother to try? Why You're a worthless pizza. You're a failure. Who do you think you are? We believe we come here to participate in the fullness of the human experience. Since our inception on this earthly plane, we are told what to believe in our limitations. A great deal of human sorrow is a feeling of incompleteness brought about by limited thinking of our divine potential. The time has come to awaken to consciousness and become multi-dimensional beings and become one with the multiverse of creation, following the fire within, guided by our pyro compass. Hi, welcome to Pyro Compass. I'm John. Hi, and I am Brian. We have a great show for you today. At least we think so. Well, we don't really know where it's going because that's how we operate. <laughs> but and then again, we think all our shows are great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it's something funny, and these coincidences or synchronicities that seem to happen quite a bit. I think acknowledging them makes them happen more. And something happened a couple hours ago to Brian. And I think he wants to share that. Yeah, actually, I'm kind of excited to share this. I woke up hypersensitive energetically this morning and to prove that which I didn't try to I went to the store pick up a few items and I walked there's three people working in there and I walked by this lady and I had a pain in my head in the front I walked by again afterwards got a pain in my head the third time I got a pain in my head so when she went to ring me out she walked up and for some reason that's more like me I just said uh, I'm sorry you have a migraine today and she said to the lady next to her, oh my God, he knows I have a migraine. Now, you would think that the conversation would be like, how did you know that? I'm sure they came up later on, right, John? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, right there is, uh, is that being an empath or is that more of an intuition or is that being tapped into everything, John? I would lean more towards the empath. Of course, I personally would have screwed with her and said, it's like, I know everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's kind of funny that that, that happens quite a bit. It really does. And I don't think most of us realize it. And we feel these sensations in our body. And we think they're our own. And I, I work with a diabetic. And if we're sharing an office together, it bothers me a lot. Because I always feel, my below my knees, my legs are always hurting. And I come home and I'll have to like take a bath or shower just to get that feeling off me. And I know it's not mine. I know I'm feeling him. Let alone the dirtiness from being at work. <laughs> True. <laughs> it uh, it's it's how often does that happen? I mean, I look at like if we go to a box store somewhere, and there's so much energy in a box store. Now I'm not sure if it's because they're metal building and it's trapped. That's where I was going to go. Metal building bouncing around. Is there any way for the energy to get out? I don't know, but I tell you, you feel like you're walking in a cesspool of energy, and it, it's just ugh. we walk out and we feel drained. Now, is it all the energy, or is it the electronics going on, too? Because you're dealing with Wi-Fi there I as well. I really don't know, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're right. Everybody's got a cell phone on them. And they're no. always demonstrating smart TVs, which has Wi-Fi built in. And you're in a city, so you've got a greater populace going on and more signals coming in. Very good. That's a good point, John. I really appreciate it. I mean, you look at out here in the woods. I mean, you don't have as much. I mean, gosh, you had to get an amplifier just to get a cell phone signal out here. And I tell you, you feel it. If I'm if I'm driving into work, I will get to the next town over where the population starts growing, and you can feel the energy, and you you get the 
the ringing in your head, almost a tenseness in the body. Now, I don't know if I'm picking up on that cell service or Wi-Fi or if it's other people's energies. But well, there's, I, there's something I like to throw in here real quick. Go ahead. The section that bothers you has always bothered me over the years, but there's a lot of LED signs in that same area. Oh, true. Near water, which is going to amplify it, I believe. Very well could be. So they talk about light pollution, and today's show is actually supposed to be about the word. That's what we started out with the intention of. So we're hoping to stay on that topic. But if not, you know, as John Slow saying is, uh, your neck might hurt after you get done listening to this because we bounce around an awful lot. We do, we do. But you know, that's the way conversations flow, and it seems like they get better and better when you're doing it. So take with you today whatever resonates with you, and whatever doesn't, leave it behind and think about it because it might hit with hit you later on. But like you said, okay, it's the power of the spoken word. I mean, in the beginning was the word, and and that's always fascinated me. And I think most of us look at life as a bunch of coincidences. There are no coincidences, John. We know that. And, But most people don't sit there and reflect. They just think, oh, that's really funny, or that's weird, or odd. What a coincidence. And what a coincidence. I got stuck in traffic today, too. No, it's not a coincidence. You need to pay attention to this, because it's the universe telling you you need to go in a different direction, or you need to wait a few minutes, right? Yeah, it's true, because it could actually save your life. You don't know, or prevent something bad from happening. Excellent. How many times, now I've had this happen to me where I have been really distraught about being tied up in traffic or something like that or missing a turn and having to turn around just to find out as I drove by later on there was an accident or something that was already there and I probably would have been right at that point in time had I not missed my turn or been held up in traffic. Do you have an example? Well, you know, it's funny. I'm going to touch on something, and half the time I don't remember if we just t- talked about it earlier, if it was in a previous podcast. But <laughs> that accident uh, that I witnessed a few years ago. Um, oh, is this when you were heading up uh, to the intersection? Yes, please go. Um, it was a four way stop sign, and I pulled up, and I should have gone first before these other cars. But something in my head yelled, Look out. It was a voice. I don't know if it was inside my head or outside of me. I was uh, in the car alone, so nobody else was saying it. At least a visible person. Um, but I saw it in my head before it happened, and I knew exactly what was going to transpire, who was going to hit who, where the car was going to go. And somebody ran the stop sign, and I accelerated, uh, because when they ran the stop sign, they pushed another car right to where I was. I mean, it probably wouldn't have been bad, but it would have done some damage. And But it was like a heads up from the universe. It's like, okay, I'm giving you a game plan here. <laughs> you, you know, you, you want to listen to me or you just want to sit there and get hit? Good for you. And, and, how many, and I took off and I didn't get hit. But that little voice that we often hear, we knock it off as a coincidence. It's like a lot of times it's there to guide you. And I know it's probably hard to decipher that with all the constant chatter. Hence the song and the words that we have at the beginning of our show it's like it's constant mind chatter how do you isolate that mind chatter to get that little divine guidance that abides in every single one of us well i think that comes down to centering yourself and paying attention and, and a lot of times i mean gosh we this is our second take and we had to recenter we had we had to step away we and, did. and i'm glad we did because you know it feels better now. We, we had a hum on one of the microphones and we wouldn't have known it until we listened back to it and it would have probably lessened the podcast well we would have had to start over anyways so, instead, so, of, instead of cursing that whole thing of having to start over again 
thank God it happened because that's right. we didn't waste that now. That's right. And we don't we don't want to put out a product that's not good either. No, it's a it's little things happen for a reason, so you have to pay attention. And I call them the million miracles a day, actually, in my head. They're there. They are there. So you had that accident. I'd like to bring up one that you were uh, you were there when it happened with me. Um, I was behind John. He was heading to work, and I was heading back to uh, what I had to do for work. And um, so we don't get this light at the intersection. And I always just, John would go ahead when the light would turn green, and then I would turn left, you know, and it was synchronicity every time, no doubt about it. And one morning, I had a hesitation. Thank God I had the hesitation, because a truck came through that intersection going about 60 miles an hour, and John saw the whole thing happening. And if I would have followed through with my usual, I'd have got hit. You would have got nailed hard. And, you know, and John saw the whole thing happen, so that's one of those things where... Listen to your gut. Well, then that goes back to the question. Did you have that feeling? Did I pick up on it? Did you pick up on my feeling? And I'm sending telepathy to you to be careful. Look out. Telepathically, I believe that you probably saw that happening, how fast he was going, and telepathically said, hey, hold up a second. Well, we're talking telepathy. There was, gosh, that time. And this was more of an experiment. I was trying to mess with you. You were taking a nap or something, and I hadn't heard from you. And I intentionally said aloud, Brian, wake up. <laughs> I remember I, and, and, and I kid you not, this is quite a few miles away. And this is just in my aloud, aloud voice saying that. And I kid you not, probably within two minutes, you sent a text. Yeah. And, and it said, I'm awake. Yeah. It was funny. So there's part of us that picks up on this outside of the the ear spectrum. There, There's... Something going on. But we also share such a close electronic vibe that's the same that I think that we can connect pretty fast. We're like our own Wi-Fi. Remember the old walkie-talkies? Yeah. You had to tune into the channel? Well, we're kind of tuned into each other's channel, I think. But how many people do we correspond with in the course of a day? I know from doing years of sales... It's almost like you recognize each other's frequency. Mm-hmm. And once you saw them, it's easy to tap into them. But look at that. How many times you'll talk about somebody, then they'll call. Oh, that's always fun. Or, or an email. Or a message it just happened to me the other day. So you about a person I hadn't heard from from maybe a year. I was going to say months, but maybe a year. And all of a sudden, I get a message from him 15 seconds after I thought about him. Yep. Yeah. So it's- did I make them? Did I make them contact me? Or did I know they were about to contact me? That's why I thought about or, them. Or did you just connect into that part of, you know, the ether, and then it sent it back to them? And I knew, the, knew it was coming in. So, But you sent it out very lightheartedly. <clears throat> it wasn't more like it was forced. No, so, it was so just it a ha- thought. It happened naturally on its but own. But, you know, I, I believe that there's a feeling of a zone when, when that's going to happen. Oh, that zone is perfect. And you've caught that a lot of times with me. It just happened this past week. Yes. Uh, is it a restaurant? Uh, it was a, the fork thing. I can't place where it was. Oh, it was at a restaurant last week. Now, John, John has this uncanny ability. We all we all have it, but I, I like to watch John because, as you know, if you listen to our other podcasts, he does not like sports. Therefore, you know his reflexes for sports aren't that great. But he uh, he does this stuff a lot, and this is very cool. He uh, will someone he'll start to drop something like a dish or when I'm washing dishes. <laughs> And this man will do this, and this was a prime example with this fork. 
It bounced off his plate at the restaurant. He never looked down to see what happened. And he naturally reflexed and caught the fork under the table like nothing ever ever happened. It's not him. Something else is taking over. Or a higher part of myself. That you don't tap into. But it's always there. When needed. Yeah, I think about that, like dropping a glass and the hand just drops automatically to catch it midair. And, and you're really not even paying attention to it. It's like the body does something on its own. Is it the body itself? Is it the energetic body taking over? I don't know. I really don't. But look at the times like when we do music. It's like, and I'll get in this zone and I'll start playing a different style on the keyboard that it's not even in my makeup. It's like, where does that come from? You'll start playing stuff from like the 20s, 20s style. It, yeah, it, it's it, it's not... It's nothing that I have memories of or access or training. He's like my but, little player piano. <laughs> but it, but there's something there, almost like it wants to express itself. Well, music's a bit one of the best expressions you can do, anyways. And speaking of music, something really cool happened to us yesterday with a couple songs. And the reason I'm saying a couple songs is it actually started with one song and then another one came in later. How did that work? Oh, that's right. I was looking up. Uh so John brings up to me yesterday, uh, uh, James Taylor. You know, if you're a fan, great. And uh, it's a song I used to do, which he didn't know, uh, Fire and Rain. Yep. So uh, we started looking at it because we're thinking about covering the song. And uh, so then later on last night... Out of, he, out of nowhere. He had a song pop in his head. And John, what was that song? But... Oh, uh, of course, I didn't even have the right words down, which is very f- common for me. I'll com- <laughs> say it wrong. <laughs> I said, would you lay with me in a field of snow? <laughs> but the title was In a Field of Snow. And I remembered I it. I mean, cold. Stone. Stone. And I remembered it as a kid. Didn't even know who did it. So we looked it up. And uh, it was Tanya Tucker. And, and I said, let's look at some cover albums of this. And I found this other guy. And it said, would you uh, feel, lay with me in a field feel, of stone? Feel this. Feel the snow. Stone. Stone. And, and that's all it said. That's all it said. You clicked it on it. It started out with... Fire, fire and rain. And that... It's like, this is nothing what it is. But it's like, this is the same song we were listening so to he, yesterday morning. Then he went into... Feel... Would you lay with me in the field of stone? And it's like, what are the coincidences of... Or and it, odds it, of that being... It's not a coincidence. As a little medley, first of all. So now our next mission is to find out what the link is between these two songs because obviously there's a link here and we're supposed to know it. Or did we create it by talking about those two songs and the universe delivered it? I don't know. Chicken or egg every time. It really is. Always comes down to that. So, um, yeah. So with, with all this going on, it really makes you question which reality we're living in. Are we creating or or are we recepting before it happens? Okay, let's take that, that restaurant one now. We went up Rangely. And we just stopped in. Going to have lunch. Had a couple Bloody Marys. And they had a football game on. It wasn't really a sports bar, but it was... And they had this thing blaring. Everybody's, it was early in the season. I really wanted to watch it. <laughs> it was blaring, and it's like everybody's just glued to it. They're not even enjoying their meals. So I glance over at the TV just to uh, see the scores and what's going on. And actually, it was the Cardinals score, which I really don't remember that. Weird. Anyways, John says to, out loud to me, Will somebody shut off that TV? It's distracting our conversation. Five seconds later, the power goes off in the restaurant. People are hollering, hey, did you pay your light bill? 
The guy behind us is mad because he lost the scores. The power comes back on in about 15 seconds. You know what never came back on? John, what never came back on? The cable. <laughs> Satellite feed never came back on, and we were there for probably another 30 minutes. Yep. But however, John's oblivious to the whole thing, which I was surprised. So we get outside, and I say to John, thanks for shutting off the football game. And he was delighted. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. It's like, that's right, I did say that. It's like, and it happened. That's the power of the word right and there. And how many times do we say something I'm thinking, oh, I just said that. It's like, that's coincidence. No, it's not. Or are you creating it by the power of your word? You're creating it. And this is something that I really want to bring up to our audience. Please, try not to... If you tell yourself over and over and over and over that you're sick, you're sick. If John can turn off a football game, we all have this ability. I cannot give you an example of mine right now, but I've done it. But... You're not going to feel well if you tell yourself that. Am I right, John? Well, I look at how many people say things without even listening to the words they're vocalizing. Um, people that will say, oh, my legs are killing me or my back is killing me. I mean, what a strong, strong spell you're creating. You really are. So you're calling it an incantation, oh, really? Well, it pretty much is. If the universe is always listening to you and is going to reaffirm what you're saying, why would you say that? Thank God it's not a chant. It would be even stronger. Well, think about it. I, and most of us are not aware because we speak so often without even thinking. Um, well, we touched on one this morning accidentally. We were talking about uh, coloring hair, dyeing somebody's hair. And, uh, you know, I, I said, well, that's uh, dyeing hair. Oh boy, uh, you know, that's killing your hair right there, you know. It's and, true, and look at our, our multi-use of words, I mean. Well, that just gets crazy if you think about it. It it really is. It, it's uh, it's mind-boggling. It really is. So, and also with the power of the word that we're talking about, sometimes it comes in a dream form, and we're not always sure what's going on, but this is a true life event that happened to John and I about a year or so ago. I woke up from a dream and I told John that the only thing I could see marked on walls was two letters, but it was more like a, a, a path. It was on trees, it was on, on cave walls, and the letters were T-K. No idea what this means. We have no clue. We Googled it and Googled it, trying to find out the meaning. Couldn't find it. Uh, but it really stuck with you. And it was really an hour pro- later. It was predominant with you. For quite a while. It was like a couple days, wasn't it? Well, no. It was the same morning that everything happened. So, But I said that it was the prominent part of the dream. Okay. And so I'm in the other room. John's going through YouTube videos. He's listening to one. And all of a sudden, somebody talking on the video says... TK. I don't remember what the video was about. I don't either. But we got so excited, we were jumping up and down. And it's... It's validation. Yeah, I think it was a person, but... A, I don't even remember. Author, maybe? It could, yes, it was not. Correct, it was an author. It, it was the weirdest, weirdest thing, though. It's like, TK, what does that mean? What does that mean? And it might not mean anything, but the idea is it came in a dream. In this world, it materialized. So, it's a... I don't know. I take dreams rather seriously, but... As everybody should take the dreams seriously, because they are... Yeah, maybe subconscious is like a video camera. It's recording all day long. So when it plays back during your sleep, 
Pay attention to it because there's something in there that you probably should have been listening to during the day. Would That's you agree true. with that? I do. I do. Well, going back to that word thing for a minute. I mean, what is a word? A word is a thought. It's a vibration. The word starts as a thought, do you think? I don't know. Where does the word actually, do you think, comes from? Does it start as a thought? You almost would have to say it does, but people speak without thinking. Well, they That's do. They do. Saying. They do. I'm going to put John on the spot here. No, I, I, I don't know. I mean, everything is vibration, so... Vibration wanting to be expressed. So, if you're expressing it with word, but you can be expressing with art. I mean, look at a picture or something. So many thoughts going on in a picture... There's a lot of different vibrations there. Many, many words. So you're saying colors are words? Colors, art form, shapes, nature. I mean... I love this thinking. It's, it, it's all a vibration, an expression of the word. So... And actually, that's even biblical too. It's like, uh, well, one of the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls, it says, lift the rock and I am there split the log and I am there it's like it's all is it the rings in the, in the log I, I don't know it's but it, it's all we're, we're oblivious we call it a tree well, what we what, call, or we call it a rock it's like what if it's an interpretation of vibration and that's all you're seeing well trees and rocks both would hold vibration yes and also be able to conduct vibration quite well, well just like a house will hold an energy with wood previous owner right you know you could have a really negative thing or a room you walk into a fight it's still holding that vibration which and that goes back to that seen, the box store, which it can make somebody sensitive, like an empath. Oh yeah, you know, change their mood, and they don't know what's going on. Well, I look at go back to vibration and stuff like that. I mean, how many times I've wanted to stop one of those people on the street that's talking to themselves, hearing the voices, fighting with it, and it's like, it's like to me that's always struck my curiosity. It's like, what do they see? What do they hear? Well, the interesting thing. Can I interject right here? Yes. I had a, uh, I was in Boston one time, and there was a gentleman standing on a, the bottom of a street post with a sign on it, having a conversation. And I went down to go listen because I felt like he was actually intelligent. Uh, most people walked by, I didn't think so. Though I didn't understand his conversation because I couldn't hear the other side of it, mm -hmm. he could. And I didn't think he was crazy. I thought he was brilliant because that, that, I think he was tapping into another dimension. That only he could hear on his own frequency, his own band level. Okay, good, good segue. Now, there's a play on words right there. Band, music, band. You have to line up and be in sync. Let's, the let's do the segue. I used to go to a spirituals church, and we went to it one night, um, and the person who ran the service was uh, Micmac Indian. Which happened to be, which I just found out, my tribe for my family is Micmac. And she was doing this thing explaining their culture um, with the, what do they call it, a medicine stick? Is that what is a medicine stick that they passed around? And I believe so, because they were talking about if you had, it was a sage stick. Okay. And if the smoke, I don't know if you guys know this, but if the smoke gets thicker around you when you're smudging yourself with sage, that means you've got a lot of dark energy on you, so it, to cleanse it, yourself. It doesn't mean it's yours either. It most usually is somebody else's. But she did this little thing where she was up at this table. It was kind of like an altar. She had like the eagle feather and all the little things that are part of their ceremony. 
and she's saying this thing in the native tongue, Micmac, and I don't understand a word she's saying. And then a voice comes on, and I hear this man's voice speaking the same language, talking back to her, and they're interacting. Now, I've never heard this before. I've heard the voices in my head, but its I've never experienced that with somebody else saying that. And I could have sworn to God that she had a tape recorder there, and I thought this was all part of a skit. And I'm looking really, really carefully. And I told her afterwards, and it's like, I heard the voice plain as day. And she goes, you were meant to hear it. And I'm thinking, was I tapped into her zone, her frequency? That's why I could hear it. Now, nobody else heard this, John, except you. Right. And her. But to me, it was plain as day. And I was sitting right next to you. Yep. There was somebody on the other side of you. Yep. But you heard this. Yeah, I did. It, but your mind is one of the most open minds I've ever been around before. Well, let's... Okay, another time... Other than mine. <laughs> there was another time, and like I said, I used to go to a spiritualist church, and I've always found that fascinating. How can they see dead people uh, or... And I still haven't figured it out. If they're seeing, or if it's residual energy, they're picking up on waveforms, thought forms, I don't know. But they were, I remember the one time there was this girl. She was a, she was young. She was probably like 26 years old. Um, she'd never been there before. And I think she had a British accent. And she came in, and she was getting a reading from the medium. And you could just tell the way... The medium was speaking that nothing was resonating with her. It's like, okay, this isn't really happening. Or this is not working for her. But when she was getting a reading, I got the name Charles in my head, clear as day. And I went up to her afterwards. And you could tell she was kind of disappointed about going there. And I said to her, it's like, I don't know if this means anything to you, but when you were getting your reading, the name Charles came into my head. She grabbed my arm and she was all happy, happy, happy. And she said, thank you. It was like the affirmation she needed. Goosebumps going up my legs. Uh, oh, that's great. You could just tell. But that happened again in another incident where other people that came to church one time, a husband and a wife, and you could just tell very nice, nice people, nice, nice energy. And they were getting a reading too. And of course I get in that zone when that stillness comes. And I said, I got, afterwards, after they got their reading, I said, I don't know if this means anything to you, but when you were getting your reading, I got the color yellow. And again, she grabbed my hand. She goes, oh my God, yellow keeps coming up. I don't know what it means. And I said, I don't either, but I got yellow. <laughs> and, and I said, I also got the word David. And, um, she goes, David's my brother, and my other brother just died. David is the one that took care of my brother while he was dying. And to her, that just really, really touched her. And it was almost like... That's nice. It was almost like the... And, and I still don't know where it comes from. Is it the well, you, you ether? You don't know. I'd like to tell a quick story. Go ahead. Back uh, in the 90s, when it wasn't cool... To be spiritual, I was going to spiritualist church myself, and uh, they had a night where you could go and they would try to help you tune into your stuff. And, and the, the person that ran the church took a liking to me right away, and uh, so he invited me up. And they put a girl in a circle. We knew nothing about her. There must have been twelve of us. Wanted to know, want us to read her and try to get into her mind, basically. So, write down what you see. 
And when I got done, when everybody would get done, I, I spoke what I needed to. And my speak was pretty basic. I saw her on a boat in a two-piece bathing suit on a lake surrounded by mountains. And um, when I told her what I saw, her, the color of her face changed. And uh, she, it turns out she, was, she actually left. But she uh, was into it enough, so she explained to me. She was about ready to go on vacation. They have a boat where she was going to be sunbathing. Uh, she only sunbathes in a two-piece bathing suit. She doesn't like tan lines. And they were going to Moosehead Lake, which is surrounded by mountains. So I pretty much nailed what was going to be going on with her the next, the following week. And that was what I read off her. It, but she was intrigued, but I think she was a little freaked out. It's not for everybody. They don't like the idea that their lives are so accessible. I believe some people like to go there to prove things wrong. Oh, definitely. And in this case, it didn't work out that way. No, it doesn't. But but the, the cool part about it is it's there. And we've talked about this before. Um, can you imagine if you could just read somebody and know if they were telling you the truth? If, if that's the aura yeah the, the energy knowing if you're being misled or if this person's genuine you can imagine how far we'd come as a society how the wicked would almost fall away they'd have to change their ways or they'd be outcasts because we'd know I have a question for you on that go ahead what I've never asked do you think when somebody's lying their aura colors change oh definitely I agree with you too they become but I think, darker but I, but I think we get so swayed by somebody's words whether it be eloquent and or their hand the way they dress their hand gestures you know it's almost like a brainwashing thing well it's putting on their uh what they want you to see exactly instead of who they really are yeah and and if we can train ourselves to actually see the truth my gosh the the rest would just fall away i really think that saying is so true and it sounds like a cliche but the uh you don't really know somebody until you live with them no because then you really get to know who they are yep um and I think that we're going to, I think we should close this podcast out. I didn't know where it was going to go, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with the conversation because I think they're great conversations. And I, if anything, just look at your own life and the things that have happened. If you talk about something, pay attention because it's going to show back up. Oh, definitely. Definitely be conscious of your words and your thoughts. And, when you, and if you wake up with a song in your head in the morning, try to figure out why, what that's about. Odds are there's a message in there for you. It's true. And real quick, I wanted to touch base on this. Planting the seed. Be careful with this. Every morning, just for fun, when John and I get together, I usually am humming a song that I wake up with, and I'll sing it. And this morning's song was by White Snake. Here I Go Again on My Own. Here I Go Again is the name of the song. And John goes, Ugh, that's not a good positive message song. Well, 30 seconds later, I'm quiet. And he starts singing the song and humming it. That's how easy it is for somebody to get into your mind, infiltrate you, and actually set the tone for your day. So I, I think John would agree with me on this. Be aware of what you're picking up. Because you're picking up everything, because you're always recording. That's right. You are. Be careful what you're observing. All right. We are, once again, we are Pyro Compass. And we appreciate you tuning in. We hope you enjoy this as much as we enjoy doing it. Have a great time doing this. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in with us. You folks, have a great week. I'm John. I'm Brian. Leave comments if you like, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you.